0: Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Uh. Today on The Believer's Voice of Victory, Kenneth Copeland and Bill Winston demonstrate how to receive God's love as you give Him opportunity to take part in every aspect of your life. Now, let's join Kenneth Copeland.
1: Hello everybody, I'm Kenneth Copeland. Welcome to The Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Father, thank you for this broadcast today. Thank you for the people. Thank you for being our God. You're our Father and you're the rock of our salvation. And we bless and praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Brother Bill, yes, sir, get us back in this We are yes, going amen. back praise to God. Matthew yeah. chapter Listen, that broadcast again. yesterday was most amazing. It is powerful, Brother Copeland. This is I've never seen it fail in all the years I've been in this ministry that when you major in the love of God and you give him space and, and you give him opportunities, he will manifest Yes, in you. he will. Well, we read John 14, yes, 21 yes, it, yesterday. And and that's his word. He said I will manifest That's in you. his word. The amplified translation says, I will make myself clearly known. And seen, boy, that'll work. That is <laughs> whoa.
0: All hey. right, let, let's let's look at this now, and 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 see again as we spread out here and talking about love, and how this love seems to uh, be a, be operating in every aspect of our lives. Let's read again, starting in Matthew chapter twenty-two and verse thirty-four. And when the Pharisees heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, they were gathered together one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him. Again, I ask it on that tempting him, saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said to him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. And this is the first and great commandment. The second is likened to it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. All these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that people do when they see the word neighbor, they look at it in terms of the context of, of how we speak locally, maybe in the Western culture, that your neighbor a person next door. But not necessarily in, in when you're talking mm-hmm. about spiritual things, no. see. Your, your neighbor may be in Uganda. Your, your neighbor may be, here, here's a man on the Samaritan Road. The good, uh, I was the, just uh, thinking about that. The, yeah, Jesus explained it. Exactly. Yeah. So it's somebody who's fallen, somebody who's, who's laboring under the curse, somebody who is being oppressed. Somebody Somebody
1: that needs to be loved. That
0: needs to be loved.
1: That's it. They need ministering to Yeah. It needs to be loved. They need the power of God. They need to be blessed. The bottom line is they need the love of God shed on them.
0: No, no. Let's look at that because that's in Luke chapter 10. And in Luke chapter 10, he's talking about this neighbor. And he says here, in Luke chapter 10 about this man, and he was, he was traveling. And he said here in verse uh, 30, there was a, uh, the, um, and a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jer- Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that, uh, that way, And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise, a Levite. And when he was at the place, he came and looked on him and then passed on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. That's number one. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him. That's That's number two. You see it? And and went to him. He bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine. Three and set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn. Watch this, and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave it to the host and said unto him, take care of him now. And whatsoever thou spendeth more, when I come again, I'll repay you. And then Jesus said, now which of these three thinketh thou was neighbor to him that fell among thieves? Now, this is a picture of the love of God. And it goes beyond what's going to happen to me. It it goes into what's going to happen to him Mm -hmm. if I don't reach out to him. And that we can get people born again. That's called evangelism. But I don't think the love of God stops there. It it goes as far as transforming their lives. We're not done yet, see.
1: Yeah, Amen. I agree.
0: Not done yet, see, because this man needed to be repaired so he could go back to his employment. There's a picture
1: here too, Bill, Mm -hmm. of why we need to be prosperous. Mm, He had the money to he had money to to do this man, and and he had faith in God Uh because he said, when I come back, whatever, I'll repay you.
0: It doesn't make any difference how much the bill is. Oh, that's big. Uh Oh my goodness. So that's him loving God and loving his neighbor. See, that's the two pieces here, because the covenant love with God says God's going to supply all his needs. Well, his need went further than him. His need went into the hood. His need went into those people here who didn't have jobs, who didn't have education, who didn't have, this, this is how far his need went, see. And somehow, sometimes when the love of God is there, you don't even recognize that's out there. Let alone thinking you have the resources to take care of it. I just had the Word of the Lord come Mm. to me.
1: Huh. Oh, yeah. Mm. That requirement for prosperity, you don't wait to be prosperous to be a good neighbor. The prosperity comes from being a good, a good neighbor. Wow. Because once he said, I'll take care of this, That's he obligated right. God ah, to see to ah, it. Ah, My goodness.
0: Ooh, Thank you, Lord. Thank God. you, Lord. Ah, God. And God is waiting on that because God gives. That's Love, what he just does. <laughs> Look, looking for somewhere to give. Well, let's go back to that. That's in Second Samuel chapter 9. Let's go back to that. This is the story of a man named Mephibosheth.
1: Oh, and I <laughs> tell you, you're getting into some of <laughs> my favorite territory here. Yes, sir. This is covenant. This is a picture of covenant
0: love. Mm. And what happened was- Oh, I love this Isn't, this, isn't this powerful? So he says um, in 2 Samuel uh, so chapter 9, I guess I'm right. Yeah, here it is. All right. So look what he says in verse 1. And David said, Is there yet any that is left in the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Maybe,
1: Brother Copeland, you can open up that word kindness for us. This word hesed yeah. in Hebrew mm-hmm. is covenant word. Yeah. It's, it's based in, in covenant. Oh, my goodness. And there are places where it's translated like in Isaiah 54, it said, My covenant of kindness will not depart. Well, he said, he actually said, My covenant hesed, my favor, grace, power. I am covenanted to you. I am one with you. I will take care of you. I bless you. When you became covenanted to me. Then there's there's strong bond between us, because back there then they, they mingled their blood. They sure did. Man. Well he and Jonathan, David and Jonathan they, they had did. mingled That's their right. blood, That's brother. Sure they, did. they were blood brothers. Yeah. And so, and then Jonathan was was killed. Yeah. And he's looking for some of his family That's because right. he's got this covenant Hesed burning on the inside of him. Covenant Hesed is a strong desire of compassion that can't seem to be satisfied and it has a feeling in it I I, I can't I can't live I, I can't live if I don't give if I don't show some, this covenant blessing to somebody I've got to show this uh, there, there, it, it just builds up on the inside of it until it's just explosive that's what the translators tried to express in the 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians by using the word charity. Okay. And that's what they were trying to say. Yeah, yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, it, were, it's, it's agape love, mm-hmm. but they were putting the, the strong desire to give and help somebody. That, mm. And back there then, it, it, they understood that, but it lost something, a lot of that meaning on, on us later. But it's it's giving love. It, it's agape love. It's covenant essence.
0: Now, now this, this this was David's idea. Yeah. You, know, you, you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. It certainly wasn't Mephibosheth's idea. This was David's idea, because Mephibosheth's hiding out
1: he thinks David is looking to destroy him. Yeah, they had been they'd been told that. Uh-huh. They were running from David when his his nanny dropped him yep, yep. and made a paraplegic out of him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's what's matter with him in the first place. They were running from David. David. Mm-hmm. And they thought that and they'd been lied to about this that that David and and his crew were cannibals and they'll they'll eat the children if they could. and and this boy thought that. You know, I was one time I was
0: preaching. This was when we were in Tulsa going to school. And at some of the spare time, I'd go over to the north side and I'd preach on the streets and so forth and so on. And I remember I'd come in from preaching. I was stopping by this little store, the convenience store, to get myself just a little little um, juice or something like that. And just because it was hot outside, and this lady there, and I just had this witnessing spirit on me. You know, I, mean, yeah. I, just said, oh, yeah. I said, excuse me, ma'am. I said, hey, anybody ever talked to you about Jesus? Have you, ever, have you ever had him to be your Lord and your Savior? Oh, I don't want to hear nothing about that. He took my baby boy. You see there? Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, this was the idea that Mephibosheth had. He better get out of the way, because he'll kill you. He, he, oh, you, yeah. you, you. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of looking at God as a God of love. Because David was a man after God's And own this
1: heart. boy never heard nothing about David loving anybody. It David never. is this murdering killer that, that's out, out to get all again, folks, exactly. Saul, and, and all. That's all he'd ever heard. My goodness.
0: So as a result of that, here's David says, I want to go after him. And this is what Jesus did. The Father went after us yeah. through his Son. He, yeah. he went after us. and He knew when he could have left us. He went after us. He said, I'm going after them. They, they, I, I, they don't know me. they they only cursing because they don't know me. They, but I'm going after them. I'm not going to rest until I go after now, Anybody else in the household of Saul that I can show her to? Now, do you know anybody? And so what happened was, in verse 2, and there was the house of Saul's servant, a servant whose name was Ziba. And when they had called him unto David, The king said unto him, Art thou, Ziba? And he said, Thou servant is he. And the king said, There is not yet any, uh, is there not yet any of the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God to him? And Ziba said unto the king, Jonathan has yet a son, but he's lame in his feet. And the king said unto him, Where is he? And Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he is in the house of Mechar the son of Emiel, in Lodibar. And remember, you were talking about that, Lodibar. He was living low. He was a covenant
1: person living low. And this this place, Lodibar, was a, a man, mm. it was the pits. Mm. Mm. It, it, it's just like I says, you're living down below a bar. I mean, it, it was the pits. <laughs> Yes, they were outcast living down there in that
0: place. Ah, oh, goodness. All right, so look what he said in verse 5. And the king sent and fetched him out of the house of Milkar and the son of Amiel from Lodibar. And when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, Jonathan, the son of Saul, was coming to David, he fell on his face and did reverence. And David said, Mephibosheth. And he answered, Behold, thy servant. And David said unto him, Fear not. For I will surely show thee kindness for Jonathan, thy servant. I said, will surely God. show thee hesed. Hesed. And hesed. when he said
1: hesed, yeah.
0: man, that boy knew what he said. My goodness. That one word, huh?
1: One word, hesed.
0: Oh. Oh. And see, covenant, for Jonathan, thy father's sake. Blood Isn't covenant. It? Blood covenant. Blood covenant. Oh, goodness. And, and look what he says next. And will restore thee into all the land of Saul, thy father, and thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. And he bowed himself and said, what is thy servant that thou should look upon him such a dead dog as I am? Look how he saw himself. Yeah. Isn't that something? But Condemnation. Condemnation. And it tries to keep us away from God. It yeah. tries to keep us not feeling worthy of the inheritance that God has for us through Christ. Now, Jesus got all this back for us. And somehow we're not worthy. And we're just not, just not worthy to do and, uh, Pastor, I'm just not worthy. I said, well, listen, listen, let's not look at your worthiness. Let's look at what he did for you. And you take on his righteousness. Don't no. look at your own. And this lady, this one lady at the well said, I've been married, Jesus, the prophet said, you've been married five times. The one you're living with now, he's not your... He's not your husband. And the woman went out and preached. And all those men who normally wouldn't believe nothing she said, believed
1: everything, because there was an anointing coming out of that woman. There you go back to the basic principle. My goodness. When he called you, yes. he, uh, he uh, qualified you. Yes, he When does. she said yes, he empowered there her. There you go.
0: And <laughs> he restored him. So I'm saying to somebody there that might be listening, that God is about to restore you everything that God has for you, He wants in your life. He doesn't want not one inch, not one little bit of anything that would mock the redemptive testimony of God in your life. God wants it all back to you. Everything you lost, every bit, everything. That's where we're going right now.
1: And all you got to do is receive the love. Isn't that something? Yeah. Isn't that, that that little <laughs> old boy? He's sitting there at the table. Man, he got them <laughs> golden plates. It's and so <laughs> He's said, whoa, look at this. And he's sitting there and he looks over there at David and he wonder what that is. Oh, you know, my daddy had a scar like that on, wow. uh, on his mm. wrist. I, I I was such a little baby. I I, I was such a little kid. But I remember my daddy had a scar like that. I wonder what that is. That's where that blood flowed. And And David entered covenant with that boy's daddy. Let me tell you something. My good friend, yeah, there definitely. is scars in the hands and of Jesus. Jesus There's a jelly. slice down His side, and there are scars in our spirit, man, where the where the the it's spiritual circumcision the took cut place. of oh, really? covenant was cut in our spirit, man. We are marked. The devil <laughs> can see that <laughs> mark, he sure can. And, and and he just hope you don't They'll find sleep. out it's there, exactly, because right. he has to bow down before mm. a born again mm. child of mm. God. At the name of mm. Jesus. Silver to God. Why? Because <laughs> God loves me as much as Jesus. he does Jesus. Jesus said so. And it doesn't mm.
0: take centuries for the Lord to turn this thing around. No, you know? it doesn't. Listen, no, come. it doesn't. I remember, I, I got saved. And I'm telling you, again, I was going by this church early in the morning, and kind of praying. And I didn't know much about prayer. I'm just freshly saved. And then this was between the services that they had in this church. So I would walk to work and I'd go by this church and I said, let me just pray. This one morning, the Spirit of God spoke to me. Now, I didn't even know God could speak. He said this, don't worry, William, you'll be all right. Yeah. And when he said that, tears just came in my eyes. But I looked around to see if anybody else heard it. Nobody else heard it. And I had my eyes closed. and was like a marquee I saw, just like a movie theater. Don't worry, William, and a voice at the same time. From that day, everything turned around in my life. My job at IBM, I came, became the top salesman. Everything that was hanging on my body fell off. Everything. One word from, he doesn't need centuries to turn that thing around in your life. Just well, you just one receive, word from God. One word from God. Receive the
1: love. Just receive it. Change your life. One word. Praise
0: Don't God. Don't worry, William. You'll be all right. I'll never. I hear it today, and anytime my, I get in trouble, mind. right? I say it again, cause His word is eternal.
1: Yes, sir. It's yes. eternal.
0: I hear it again. Don't worry, William. You'll be all right.
1: Praise. Oh my God. Lord. Father, we pray. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we praise you. Mm. Are you hearing this? Are you, are you listening? Ah, Lord. Everything's going to be all right. Right. Shh. If you insist, you absolutely insist mm. on keeping the commandment to love one another. Yeah. Yes. And you absolutely insist mm. on keeping the walk of faith everything's going to be all right. If you have put this word, final authority, in your life, I want you to know one word from God. Change your life forever Forever. ever, and ever and ever. Amen. This is is how much He loves us.
0: This is how much He loves us. I'm telling you.
1: And Bill, it was there all the time. It was there all the time. It's when we finally... Activated it. That's exactly
0: right. By believing it. By believing it. Yes, sir. And boom, it happened. Everything changed.
1: I choose to believe believe this. Glory to
0: God. So it doesn't need centuries to make things happen. No, no. It can take a day. It can one day it can be one way, the next day is totally different. This woman at the well, one day, one day, one that way, next day totally different. Facing Samson. They had 40 years, 40 days they had been dealing with Goliath. But one day David came, the next day everything was different. I'm telling you, whoever it is, this thing is about to turn around in one day. There's going to be a one day miracle.
1: Sunday. The, I believe there's things happening out there today. Right, right now. Right I mean, down. before dark. Mm. Before dark. Hey. I'm God. telling you, before the end mm. of the day, hey. things are happening. It, Things are happening. Praise There's God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ooh. All right, now. Oh, let, Bill, we out of time. Oh man. <laughs> okay. I'm. I'm getting tired of these five-minute broadcasts. <laughs> 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 Bill, and I'll be back in just a minute.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries, and remember, Jesus is. Lord.